Welcome to a life-transforming message from the Pottersville International Ministry. Our messages are heaven-breath, Holy Spirit-inspired, and destiny-changing for the transformation of individuals and society. As you listen, may you be blessed and positioned to take your place in life and be prepared for eternity. Praise the Lord. Amen. We're doing something different today. Normally, it's on Sundays that we start our series, True. But today, we're going to start a series today. And I'm calling that series the footprints of Eden. Mm. What do I say? Footprints of Eden. You know, when you walk in a place, you leave a footprint. Yes, sir. Are we? Yes, sir. So, so footprint tells you what has taken place. Mm. Let me ask you, what's, what are the footprints of Eden in your life? What took place in Eden? That even when Jesus Christ has died for us, we see defects in the lives of men. Disobedience, <coughs> huh? I mean, in different ways. Sin. There was communion with God at Eden. So good. I want us to look at Genesis chapter 3. And I want to ask you what was the first emotion that took place in Eden after man sinned? Covered themselves Regret. with faith. Regret. Yeah. Shame. They saw they were naked. Shame. They saw they were naked. Mm. When you caught something, you made them guilty. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what was the first thing they did when they were guilty? They hid them. They hid the, they they yeah. themselves. That's right. Hello, sir. I have come to understand that if we are going to be successful, we need to deal with emotions. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, every time we talk about spirituality, the first thing that comes to mind is whether we're praying, true of us. Yeah. Or whether we're fasting, true of us. True. Or whether we're reading our Bible. Or whether we're meditating. But do you know that all those things are not really the determinants of our spirituality? They are products if we have been spiritual. The real determinant of our spirituality that we cannot go higher than is our emotions. And that's the reason why any man who hasn't dealt with his emotions cannot be a spiritual man. Today we're dealing with when this moment we're dealing with our emotions. Why do why do why why do Christians come to church every time and still they are still not being able to manage their emotions? On Sunday we talk about managing our emotions. But today, always days in this moment, we're going to be talking about the four poisons that poisons people. It poisons relationships. It poisons lives. All the ways in this moment, by the grace of God, we're talking about the poisons. And let's take them out of our lives. So, please, let's read the Bible first. <coughs> Genesis chapter 3, from verse 7 to 10, or 11. Or in 12. Okay, read. Then the eyes of the two of them and the eyes of the two of them were opened. So who opened their eyes? Sin opened their eyes. Now, let me get it clearly. We are judged not for our sins. We are judged by, by our, our sins. That's right, sir. Has God made them yet? No. So why all open their eyes? 
The sin. The sin did what? Judge them. Never forget, we are judged. Not for our sins, we are judged by our sins. There are two different things. So immediately they opened, immediately they ate the fruit, their eyes opened. God had not judged them. We will see how God judged them later. Continue. And they knew that they were naked. Mm-hmm. And they fasted fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Okay. And they, they fasted what? Fig leaves together. So, that, so what happened? Sin. What does sin do to you? Sin takes the covering away of your lives. True of us. True, sir. So when God is your covering, the Bible says that every man has sinned and come what? Shut of the glory of God. So the glory of God was actually their covering. Are you understanding me? Yes. 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 So I'm saying that immediately they sinned, the glory of God left them. So they became exposed. God hasn't yet judged them. But for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So they had come, they had come what? short of God's glory. So God's glory had left, not as a result of judgment, but as a result of what? Sin. Continue, sir. And they heard the sound of the Lord God. And they heard the sound of the Lord God. Uh-huh. Walking in the garden. Uh-huh. In the cool afternoon breeze of the day. Uh-huh. So the man and the woman and his wife hid and kept themselves hidden from the presence of the Lord. Hello, sir. The first thing sin, the first sin that the first emotions that man had was that because they were guilty, what happened to them? They hid from God's presence. As a pastor of a young church, of a, of a young church, I've come to realize that when people sin, the first thing they want to do is to run away from God's presence. True of us. They give you all stories why they can't come to church. They want to run away from God's presence because they feel that their sin will be exposed to the world. Amen. Amen. Tonight we're talking about the footprints. What what did Eden leave in the hearts of men? The fact that men begin to run away from God's presence. Sin is what makes men run away from God's presence. If God's presence is lovely, how come you do not love to be in His presence? It's only sin that makes you go from God's presence. Recently, somebody said to me, he said, "Look, he said on the day of judgment, the beautiful thing that Twitter and Facebook has done." Is that it will prove that it wasn't because of lack of time that you did not pray. Screen time. It will prove that it wasn't because of lack of time that it was a choice that you made not to pray. That that is the that is the work of Facebook and Twitter and Instagram to stop as a witness that it was not lack of time that you made you pray. Amen. Amen. So when you say that, ah, God, I didn't pray because of lack of time, people say, no, 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 no. Uh, I was present. It was lack of time. <laughs> Remember how many hours you spent on me with me every day? On Instagram. And Instagram would say, ah, it's not only you. People would say, Remember the day that I shut down and you felt very uncomfortable? And you still didn't pray. And you still didn't pray. <laughs> <laughs> And Instagram will say that no, 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 please don't lie again, don't lie again. Uh-uh. This is God's presence. <laughs> Amen. Amen. The purpose of Instagram and 
Facebook is to prove that time, a lack of time, is not the reason why we need prayer. But the job we did. Continue, sir. But the Lord God called to Adam. And Lord God called to Adam. And said to him, Where? And said to him, Where are you? Did God not know where they were? So why did he ask them? Why they were hiding. They knew why he was hiding. He just wanted to ask them. Wanted them to return him themselves. God knows all things. God bless my daughter. He knows all things. Amen. Amen. Continue. He said, mm-hmm. I heard the sound. He is Adam. Mm-hmm. He said, I heard the sound of you <coughs> walking in the garden. Mm-hmm. And I was afraid because I was naked. And I was afraid because I was naked. Mm-hmm. So I hid myself. Mm-hmm. God said, Who told you? Who told you were naked? Who told you were naked? Hello, sir. There was there's something that guilt does. It opens your eyes to what it should not allow you to see, and weighs you down. Continue, sir. Have you eaten food from the tree? Have you eaten food from tree? Yes. Continue, sir. And the man said, uh-huh. the woman whom you gave to me. Oh, hello. Okay. How come was the woman that you gave to me? You see, when you are guilty, the first thing you do is that you will give excuses and blame other people for your choices. I have come to realize that if I want to raise, if God wants us to raise up a group of people who are spiritually matured, We've got to deal with the guilt of their lives. We've got to do what? Deal with the guilt, the guilt of, of their lives. lives. Because they'll be making choices. They'll be blaming other people. Mm. Despite the fact that they are hiding something in their lives. If a man sins, instead of him to agree that he has sinned, he will now begin to make excuses and blaming other things. Nobody can do something right. Nobody can do this. Nobody can do that. Church, let me listen. Let me let you know something. Guilt. Look, God gave us ability to be guilty when we're wrong. True or false? Yes. Sure. Right? Yeah. But when guilt now begins to master our lives, it becomes a destructive emotion. That's true. You have sinned against God. We're all sinned against God. The first thing to do is not to extend blame, but to own the responsibility of the sin. But whenever we do not, guilty people don't, they don't, they don't own the blame. Remember the story of that man, that woman, that her child died in the middle of the night, and she exchanged it. In the, in the middle of the night. Mm. So we always tell people that things happen in the middle of the night. That don't be, don't be, don't be too much as in the middle of the night. So when the child woke up in the morning, what did the guilty party want to do? He wanted to change the baby. But the other one said, no, let the baby leave. Just take the baby away. You know, sir, I come to realize one thing, that guilt is the most important is the first thing that I need to deal with in order to correct our spiritual maturity in church. 
We have too when when guilty. Too many people, many people have failed God. Instead of dealing with that guilt, they have condemned themselves and they never recover from their condemnation. It's not the Bible that told us Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. But how many people are still even under the condemnation of the sin that they have committed in the time past? How many people have not forgiven themselves from the sin of the time past? And the amazing thing about it is that if you do not forgive yourself, you understand that you will drag everybody down with you. That's right. Anybody that comes with you, you personally will suffer from your guilt. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, people were supposed to be in church and they sinned or they committed one sin. Fantastic. But because they have not come, because they've hidden their sin, they went to hide. That's the first thing sin does. It wants makes you to hide. And you hide it. You, all you're covering it. The next thing it does is to make sure that somebody else takes the blame for it and not you. That's true. Can we change that in church today? Whenever you think about guilt, what comes to your mind? What are the things that you and I have done to God, against God, that, is speaking, that you think is speaking against God? Have you done anything to God that you think that God can never forgive? Have you done anything against God that you think that God is not in a position to forgive you for your sin? Have you killed anybody that nobody knows? Have you committed abortion? Have you committed whatever you committed? And you think nobody knows, but God knows. And the thing is eating you. If I tell people who commit your, you know what we're saying? Oh, pray for, to God that God should give you the next, um, to God should bless you next year. You will say everybody will pray to God. Oh, pray to God for many, many, things. Oh, but when you ask people to pray to God for forgiving their sins, to go for them. <laughs> Nobody wants to see their sins out. You. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you know that Satan's greatest power is making sure mm. that that sin is hidden, hidden. That's right. and it's never dealt with anymore. Mm-hmm. He wants you to keep hiding it because he knows that as long as you hide it, he can deal with you. That's right. And but if it comes to be open, I wanted to do an experiment here today. I wanted to bring. You can do the experiment at home. Bring eyes. You understand? If you hide eyes in a container. It's still container. Like my, ch- my children, one day they asked me, how many hours can ice last? Well, if I need to go in 12 hours or 14 hours, when you hide it, it's going to be height. But if you bring ice to the open, what happens? It, it begins to melt away. Yeah. It begins to melt away. Look, guilt is like that. Bring it to the open, what happens to it? It melts away. God wants you to bring all your guilt into light so that it can melt it away from you. Mm. But as long as you keep hiding your guilt, mm. hello, there are too many people in church that hide too many things. Even from the pastor, you're hiding things from your pastor. There are times God will open your eyes to see things, you understand? People will still be hiding it. And you wonder. That's why God asks questions. And then I know. But I'm asking you, are you going to hide it still? Mm. Are you going to hide it? Are you going to hide your guilt? Are you going to hide your transgression? Let's look at David, Psalm 32. Psalm 32. David is something about his transgression. Ruth, I was one. Mr. Wakuta. Psalm 32. Psalm 32. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What did David do when he committed the dual sin of adultery and fornication and all that? What did he do? There was something that David said, and I want us to look at it carefully. Psalm 32, verse 1. 
Praise the Lord. Last week they kept telling me that they enjoyed church because they were giving, they were. Um, okay, can we continue? Praise the Lord.
Is it because of, is that, is that why we're having spiritually wicked people? Continue. Verse 5. Yes. Then I admitted my sin to you. Uh-huh. I did cover up the oh. wrong I had done. I did cover the wrong I had done. I did cover my iniquity any longer. Hello, church. We're a generation of people who have covered their iniquities. We're a generation of people who have covered their iniquities. And David said, Oh, I do not hide it any longer. I could not hide it any longer. Continue, sir. I said, I will admit my lawless act to the Lord. Oh, and I will admit my lawless act. the guilt of my sin. And God will forgive the guilt of my sin. The Bible says, If you confess your sins, that is faithful and just to forgive all your sins. Not some, not most. He said what? All your sins. And David, so David was being destroyed until one day he decided that confession was the way to go. We have too many people who have thought that they can. I mean, I just can't imagine that we raise a judgment of people who do not know how to confess themselves before God. And they're wicked. Their body's wicked. And then you kept saying that my body can be wicked. I can't be wicked. But he now decided that he was going to confess his sins before God. And he did. What happened? Continue, sir. Let everyone who is faithful pray to you while they can still look at you. Mm-hmm. To you. Then troubles, when troubles come like a flood, they come to the certain will reach to those who are faithful. They will not reach to those who are faithful. Continue, sir. Verse seven. Okay. You, you are, you, you are my hiding place. You will keep me safe from trouble. And you will keep me safe from trouble. God will keep all of us safe from trouble, Jesus. Name. Those who praise you, praise the Lord. Let's give you the alone enough. Let's give you enough for you today. Let's clap for you. Yeah. And the Lord wants to stop. And God, you, you love God's word in Jesus' name. Amen. You know that's what I'm saying. See, He would give you the voice of those who have been who have given who have sent deliverance. And does it mean I'm just asking you in church the question now that those that do not confess their sins don't come don't see the sons of deliverance? Deliver you. Who will deliver you? Mm, it's not God that will deliver you. Mm. But the enemy wants you not to come to God's presence. Mm. That's why I call the footprints of Eden. The first thing is guilt. What are you guilty about? Mm. What are you guilty about? What sins have you committed? And you know the amazing about it? Eh? That there are two things I want you to look at. There's a sin that we all commit against God, two of us. David committed that sin. He committed the sin of what? Mother. He committed the sin of what? Of uh, adultery. But there's another sin that we're all guilty of that we do not do. Most times, when we commit sin, we do not forgive ourselves. Yeah, true. True or false? Mm. 
We do not forgive ourselves. We feel bad. As Satan makes it worse, Satan, expand, Satan tries to expand the gifts against us. Now, listen to what I'm about to say. Who did you sin against? God. God. But who are you not forgiving? Yourself. You're not forgiving yourself. Why are you not forgiving yourself? Because Satan wants that as long as Satan makes sure you don't, you don't forgive yourself, Satan drowns you in a place where you do not get the deliverance. And that's why he, that's why David could say that he was wicked. He was wicked. He was wicked. He was being drowned. He was being drowned. He was being drowned. He was being drowned. He was being drowned because of the fact that he did not confess his sin. Okay, continue. Go to read your version. Yes. Verse 6. Okay. <clears throat> this is what I have learned through it all. Oh, this is what I've learned through it all. All believers should confess their sins to God. All believers. Is this some believers? No. What translation of that by is that? TPT. Okay. Do it every time God has uncovered you. Do it every time God has uncovered you. Now, In the time of exposing. What happened? Because you see, guilt wants you to cover yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Guilt wants you to cover yourself. Guilt wants you to cover a sin. Guilt wants you to cover a weakness. But God is saying that, look, every time God exposes you, what you, what you need to do? Confess your, your sins. Continue, man. Or if you do this, uh-huh. when sudden storms of life over, overwhelm, uh-huh. you'll be kept safe. And you'll be kept safe. Okay. Lord, you are my secret hiding place. God, you are my secret hiding place. Protecting me from these troubles. Protecting us from troubles. Surrounding me with sounds of gladness. Surrounding us with sounds of gladness. Your joyous shouts of rescue release my breakthrough. Your joy. Is that not what you and I are praying for? Yes. That God should surround us with joyous sounds of gladness. Yes. Amen. But we cannot do that if we are hiding, if we are hiding and we are not confess our wrong before God. Do you have another translation? Yes, sir. Okay. Why we say all this? We're saying so you understand the exposure. You understand the exposure that you make when you and I do wrong against God. Okay, verse 6 or 7. Verse 6 and 7. Okay. Therefore, let everyone who is godly pray to you. Let's go ahead, huh? For forgiveness in a time. Oh, for forgiveness in a time. When you are near, may be found. And when you are near, be found, okay? Surely, when the great waters of trial and distressing times overflow, they will not reach the spirit in him. They will not reach the spirit in him. Look, church, how do you, how do you, how do you pray for someone that God is judging? If God is saying, if somebody is under God's judgment, what body has hidden, you understand? What can you do? Can you help can you the person? No. So as a pastor, I'm asking you, would you confess all your faults, do any footprint, anything that is wrong, that you have done against God? And what's the wrong thing that you have done against God? God is there. God said you should not touch something. Did you touch him? God said you should not do something. Did you do it? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I've come to realize one thing that as long as as long as you are faithful to God, He will not allow the storms come. Look, the valuation of Naira is a storm. The economy is a storm. Are you listening to me? That's uh, what do you call it? The land is uh, the land is really hot. Is a storm. But He said He will not allow the storm come near you as long as you are confessing the word for Yes, sir. And that's the reason why I think and I believe that we must deliver the people from guilt. 
What are you hiding from the Lord? What are you hiding from the Lord? What are you hiding from the Lord? Do you think he doesn't know? He asked Adam, Adam, where are you? He didn't know, he knew where Adam was. He's an omnipotent God, the true God. He knows all things. He knew when, even knew before Adam was going to sit, Adam was going to sit. That's he, right. I, he, so he knew. He, so that's, when Adam sit, you already knew. Yes, sir. And he's omnipresent. And he's omnipresent, so he was sitting it when he was doing it. Present everywhere. But he still asked him. You know what? Because God would never join the human being without asking him your reasons why you are doing what you are doing. If you look at it very well, God asked Adam. Adam said it was the woman. He asked the woman. The woman said it was the serpent. What did he do to the serpent? Did he ask the serpent? No. He judged the serpent immediately. That's right. That's how God does with human beings. Human beings take a position before God that we never would understand. Mm. When we look at Psalm 8, verse 2, the Bible says that someone has to, the Bible says, Who is man that thou art mindful of him? That you created him. You know, God created, when, when, the, when the angels sinned, God made them lose their place in heaven. When man sinned, God gave us Jesus Christ. That's right. The angels don't understand the love of God for man. Mm-mm. It will take on their time, eternity, to be able to understand how God loves man. That's true, sir. In the sense, <clears throat> how come? When you sin, you cannot go to God. Satan wants you not to run. Satan does not want you to go to God. Satan wants you to run away from God. Guilt makes you run away from God. The guilt that God's presence is too hot for them. Praise the Lord. And I want to go to a place where they can hide. But they don't want to go to a place where their sin can be uncovered. And because their sin is uncovered, it's not covered, you understand it? Their body begins to wax cool and weaker. And their body begins to wax weaker. And you begin to wonder, is that not guy, is that, that person not a believer? How come God is not faithful to him? Oh, but the person has not confessed sin. And the person is not saying, How many marriages have not confessed sins? How many lives? How many businesses have not confessed sins? How many people have not confessed sins? All of a sudden, we now began to hear DNA, 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 DNA. <laughs> like, we now begin to know <laughs> that, uh-uh. say, eight out of five children, one is only, we now begin to know that, uh, what's happening? You know, like, those are the things that all confesses with you. But if they are confessing beforehand, <laughs> would they have gone wrong? You say, ah, well, yeah. okay, you have accepted that, that's the condition that God gave you, like, and you have moved on. You understand? But this time around, DNA. Condition, ma'am. Are you? Why are people not confessing their sins? Why are they sinning? I mean, we can't be here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. What happened? What do you want to read again? Psalm 8, verse 2. You have made sure that your children and infants praise you. They praise is a world that stops the work of your enemies. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So God has created man, children like, from, from us, from out of us that we can we can we can, we can, we can God has ordained praise to him. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, peace out. And we may also enjoy. I come to realize that if you are guilty and you don't confess your sins, you keep making the same mistakes over and over again. Satan will keep having you in bondage. And that's the reason why the first sin that man committed was the sin of guilt. It's guilt that leads to other kinds of sin. And that's why it's important on a night like this, we take away every footprint, all the poisons of guilt in a man's life. 
so the person can be free again and can serve Jehovah. Amen. Amen. There are things that nobody will know. Many times you understand that people people wait until people die before they know how many children that they have. They say how many people will come on the burial day. It's because people live in deceit. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But can we leave? You see, anything that you cover is the power over your life. That's right, sir. Any mistake you make that you cover. That's the reason why if you are like so like me, I will use joke to talk about it in the public. Sins one to another. Mm. Youth is what has weakened the Christian race. Many people are hiding their faults. Many people are living to criticious lives. Many people are living to awful lives. Why they guilty? Yes, you have sinned, but you have sinned against God. And like David, you go to God. And you know what the Bible says? It says David, David had the revelation of God. He says, mm. He said, Well, blessed is the person. Mm that the Lord does not impute sin unto. Yes. You know? So if God says that your sin is forgiven, it's your sin is forgiven. If Satan reminds you of your sin, it will remind you of his future. Because your sin has been covered by the blood of Jesus, then his future is damnation in hell. Make sure that you live your life free of guilt. You go wrong against God, tell God, I am sorry. I am sorry. If God exposes your fault, kneel down before God and say, I am sorry. Then the Bible says, confess your faults one to another. Do you know that I realize one thing? That the way that God made us is that it's our confession to one another that gives us strength against the enemy. That's right. Praise the Lord. It's our confessions to one another that give us strength. That was like, you know that. You know fully well that if I can confess this thing, you understand? And that's the reason why many times when you see someone and say, ah, come and pastor, I've seen the game, I've seen the game, one day the person will get victory and the person will win. Because the person is always bringing down the sins out. Mm. But those people that will never bring down their sin, their sin will keep going around them. How many pastors have secret relationships? How many believers have secret relationships and they will keep hiding them? Because they are looking for the day that person will happen. It happens. And because of that, Satan takes away the strength of their lives. Jesus. Okay. And nothing will lead us more than guilt. Nothing will lead us more than guilt. That's why I said guilt is the first thing we must take out of our lives. Have you ever sinned against God? Have you ever have you, have you done something strong that nobody knows? Today, I want you to confess it before the Lord. It's not tomorrow. Confess it before the Lord today. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's possible that you carry the child that is not that child is not God's own, uh, your husband's own. Confess it for the Lord. Confess it for the Lord. Are you? It's possible. Someone listening to me has a child that is not the husband's home. Confess it for the Lord. It's possible. It's possible. Or your husband, you have a, you have a child somewhere. Confess it before the Lord. I beg you go further. Confess it before the person that you are not annoyed. And Satan loses his grip over you. Oh, what did he say? David said, I have sinned against God. He didn't hide it. What did Saul say? 
success in people. I want to be yeah, yeah. The difference. What's the difference? He didn't confess it. He didn't take ownership. He didn't take ownership. He made an excuse. And what happened to him? He was destroyed. What happened to David? David, God never remembered that he ever sinned against God. The Bible says that blessed is the man to which the Lord was not invited to give beating. How do I know that as soon as he never invited to give beating? On the day that he was going to have a king to follow him, he called, God called uh, Solomon. You know what God called Solomon? Do you know the name God called Solomon? Jedidiah. He that God loves. How can God love the brother of adultery? <laughs> because God did not remember that he has God cleaned it out. God cleaned it out. He said, Your sins I will remember. No more. That's the Bible. That's what we're teaching. We're teaching that we can confess our sins. And guilt has no more power over us. Guilt will have no more power over you. Amen. Guilt will have no more power over you. Amen. Guilt will have no more power over you. Amen. Guilt will have no more power over you. You to have no more power over you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You know one of the things I always tell people, young men and young women, is that when you have relationships with people, can you when you see your husband in the future, can you tell them how many people you have slept with, you have slept with, how many people you have born, gone with? If you can't do that, then you have not that the hiding things. Amen. 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 If you slept with a thousand people, tell them you slept with a thousand people. So they will know. Just, let's, let's open it up. Because is that place is the one that you hit that Satan will use to hide and destroy. Church, let's put everything to the open again. Let's bring it back to light. Can we bring our lives back to light? Let's not stop hiding things in church. We're hiders, we're hiders. And that's the reason why the church seems of lost power. We hide, we hide our wrong, we hide our faults. Go back to God and say, Father, I am sorry. Father, I am sorry. Father, I am sorry. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You see? Amen. God will have mercy upon you. Amen. The time is gone. My book has been opened. Oh, yeah. Jesus. God will help you. Amen. Next week. We'll continue next week. Yes, sir. God will help us. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we rise up tonight and do something very, very strong? Can we go to God and confess to him any hidden faults that we have? Anything that you have done? Anything that Satan has ever reminded you of and that you wished that was never in your mind? Any money you ever stole that nobody wished nobody ever had? What are the things you've done in the past? Let's confess it before the Father this time. Say, Father, I'm sorry. Just come before the Father. I say, I'm sorry. Come before the Father. I say, I'm sorry. I say, I'm sorry, Father. I say, I'm sorry, Father. I say, I'm sorry. The Bible says, Blessed is the person that the Lord will cover your faults. And the Bible said that God killed in chapter 2, verse 1. If we confess our sins, we have an advocate. If we sin, we have an advocate in the Father. First chapter 1 verse 9 talks about the Father that anytime we sin, he's faithful, he's faithful and just to forgive us all our sins. Let's stop having a church of people who are hiders of sins and of iniquities. Let's come to God and tell him, Father, we're sorry. We want to raise up a people of power, not people who killed by guilt. In Jesus' name. Amen. Can you just join me and say, Father? Father. 
tonight. I confess my sins before you. I confess my secret errors. My secret shame. And I confess them before you. And in the presence of the number of company of angels. And the cloud of witnesses in church. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' name we pray. We hope you've been blessed with this message. For more of such life-transforming and destiny-impacting messages, follow us on all of our social media handles. On Facebook and YouTube, Pottersville. On Instagram, The Pottersville Church. Thank you and God bless you.